we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for January 17th, 2022. Um, going to just be rotating our warfare prayers. This is the strategic warfare prayer, and I'll go. I'll go ahead and open this up in. Uh, prayer here. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come against and oppose all satanic operations, manipulations, subversions, tactics, and plans which are designed to hinder, pre prevent, or frustrate God's original plans and purposes from their swift manifestation taking place in their correct time and season. We come against all satanic alliances and confederations worldwide. Let every evil effort and endeavor fail. Cause the news media to be caught in their lying and manipulation so that only truth can be brought forth. We ask that every satanic strategy of prohibition and limitation placed upon the body of Christ by the dark side shall not prevail. We pray that all invisible and visible walls of opposition, restriction, and delay will be exposed and destroyed. O God, confound the devices of the wicked plans of the enemy that they have crafted so that their hands are not able to perform their evil enterprise. Save those that can be saved, O Lord, but those that cannot be saved, overtake them in their own crafty and devious ways. Let them fall into their own pits that they have dug for the righteous. Let the fire of God devour them. Let them turn on and consume one another and have them in total confusion and derision. We loose the host of heaven to war against the hosts of darkness and bring an end to all deceptive, secret, and destructive measures designed to destroy all of God's creation and defile the world according to first john 3 8 for this reason was the son of god made manifest that he would destroy the works of the enemy father god overrule all strategies tactics and curses of the enemies by the power and the name of the lord jesus christ and his shed blood and overthrow all spoken words enchantments divination spells hexes vexes curses witchcraft prayers and every idle word spoken contrary to God's original plans and purposes according to Isaiah 54 17 and break the curses associated with all these ceremonies rituals utterances and their plans to bring about a chaotic bloody revolution in in worldwide and to usher in martial law in the new world order father God we pray their plan shall be uncovered and not prevail and shall be frustrated and unable to achieve any impact uh, and that their wicked wickedness and violent verbal dealings would return upon their own heads according to Psalm 716 Father God, we humbly ask you to reveal every hidden agenda, plan, and cover-up in the secret shadow government regarding their attempts to manipulate and end-time events which would lead to the destruction of your Christians and the innocent. Please send divine, powerful, angelic forces against their diabolical plans to frustrate and expose them so that they will be dismantled, dispatch legions of warring angels, and any other kind of angels that are necessary to enforce your perfect will upon the United States and upon all the earth. Release your divine strategies and revelations upon any righteous person in the government worldwide. Fill them with your Holy Spirit and cause your divine wisdom and courage to come upon them. Cause them to be like a holy trumpet shedding light upon the dark hidden secrets of the wicked. <clears throat> Send a spirit of confusion amongst the camp of the enemy. Let their tongues be divided and when they communicate, let it be incoherent and misunderstood. Arrest those that operate in the spirit of Jezebel or Belial and all other wicked spirits and cause them to be caught in their own lies and conspiracies. Let them not be able to resist the spirit of truth or gain any ground in the natural or spiritual realm. Cause every evil spirit that is released from their diabolical assignments to be cast into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and that none would be able to come to take their place. Please cause these prayers and all future prayers to take on the characteristics of divine projectiles in the spirit realm so that they will accomplish your divine will. We seal this prayer by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb, and ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, so the first report, uh, just a really quick video here, 
and um, pastor who was nearly killed by tyrants speaks out. Pastor Derek Carlson's talk, The Duty of the Elders in the Face of a, of a Tyrannical Government, released, releases on Thursday. I think this is like the prelude to that, this little two-minute clip. Share with your peers, we must ask you, um, what would you do to resist a tyrant in your government? And we are pretty much all facing that at this point. There are, there are means of Christian resistance, and there's a link here. Uh, this is from Pastor Trahelia. He's promoting this, and um, just a lot of really good stuff coming from that camp. Now, I'm assuming, oh, this is uh, a, the person he's in reference to, this pastor you're going to hear talking about, um, this is in the African uh, country of Zimbabwe in 2002, and that's what he's, he's in reference to here. Robert Mugabe. Um, I was I was done for, it was over. You're killing people for far less than what I had done. We decided that we needed to make a statement as a church. I drafted a document, a very strong document. I made it an open letter, sent a copy to him and sent it far and wide. And God in his providence really let it go viral and it, it went throughout the world. And <clears throat> I have no regrets for that. God preserved my life there, which doesn't make sense, maybe for such a time as this in America. Once tyranny reveals itself, you've got to know you're on a trajectory that is only going to intensify. And the sooner people can realize where we're at and what these indicators are pointing to. This... Again, and this is why this ministry has existed, going all the way back to when I first started sending out emails 20 over 20 years ago. I was trying to sound the alarm. I saw this garbage that we're in coming and biblically speaking it's obviously it's just hard to point into you know exact specifics biblically because it doesn't get into exact specifics like you know the covid thing and, and these types of things but the template's there and this is what you know watchman type ministries uh do they, or they should be doing i think sooner they can start to mobilize and they resolve in their determination, in their understanding, that indeed we need to be standing, we need to be pushing back. And these talks are of vital importance because of the way that you fight against darkness and evil is with the truth and light, with knowledge and understanding. And every Christian needs to be knowing how to do that. And you can't lay down your life unless you know what the circumstances are and what the cause is. It's really what we're trying to do, I believe, in these talks is get people to say, I've got to look more into the situation and I'm responsible before God. God gives us all that responsibility to pursue truth and righteousness. So, yeah, too much, to whom much is given, much is uh, required. Uh, watch Derek Carlson's full talk to be released January 13th. Let me just see if that's up at this point. I will not wear the mask. Yeah, okay, so his full talk is um, here. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and just post a link to it so you can listen to um, the rest here. I'm going to go ahead and post this in the PDF for this date of January 17th, 2022. And um, what what I do just so 
what I what I do with all the talks, just because I had a question this week from a listener, he wanted me to, I don't know, modify something the way I'm doing these PDFs. I, I can't really put any more work into them than I'm already putting into them. And what I do, just for so everyone will know, is that the PDFs that I am putting out on a weekly basis, and this is for people that don't know, are the template that I go by. I go by every single thing I read you is is starting at, it, it'll be right after the, uh, kind of like the, oh, the, the there's a green shaded header. And everything after that, you'll see a number one. That means it's the, it's the first teaching I'm doing. It's part one, okay? You'll see a green highlighted one. Everything that I go through is for that first part. I go to, through it in the exact same way, the chronological order it's presented in the PDF. And then when I get to the second part, which I don't ever know because I don't ever know how long a part is going to be, at least at the time of recording, that's part two though. So I'll go maybe five or six, seven reports, can't go anymore, went over on time, then that becomes part two. And then what I do is in the table of contents at the very top, you'll see a highlighted one, two, three. Those are parts one, two, and three. Just so people know. And every, and so if you click on a part three, know that the table of contents that's where that that starts that's where the start of part three is in the table of contents you'll see it's in chronological order go exactly by that so that way it should be pretty easy to follow um and I, i've been doing it in that regard for years at this point it's about as simple as i can make it at this point uh so i give you the link here and it was the pastor who was nearly killed by Tyrant Speaks. I give you the green highlighted link here because it's already broken. It's it's already not. I mean, it's already broke. The the link which wasn't available to me when I posted this a few days ago. Now it is. So if you want to hear his full talk, it's right there. And um, then all of other Pastor Trohila. Um, all his website stuff is here. Then the next one is a 16-minute talk by Pastor Trewila. Um, and it says, we've released the first county before country express talk. The talk is entitled Authority of a County. And it, the reason that I'm playing these is because he's one of the few people, uh, really one of the few pastors on planet Earth is actually providing proactive biblical remedies for what we're dealing with. Now I understand the book of Revelation and Daniel and 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and Matthew 24. All that stuff's going to happen. But we're to also be good soldiers. We're to, um, you know, for this cause, you know, the Lord came into this earth to destroy the works of the enemy. And it's a big reason this ministry exists as well. And to help others. You see him in a burning building. There's a lot of people that are, are, are totally clueless about what is going on, especially in the church, you know. Well, you would want, if you were in a burning building, you would want someone to help you out and yell at you and, and, and ultimately in the end to save you from that. Now, some won't pay attention. Some will ignore you and, and this is type type of thing. But, you know, you go on to the next one. You, you tried at least, you know. So, I like uh, this pastor because he's actually trying to be proactive. And 
for the most part, the 501c3 corporate church system is just going absolutely right along with whatever the satanic government's telling them to do with this kill shot, COVID-19, Great Reset, Fourth Industrial Revolution agenda, which is so beyond sickening and evil, I can't even comprehend it. But the Bible does say in, in uh, Revelation chapter 3, regarding the Laodicean church, which is, I mean, if, you, if, if there was a church time that would ever be applicable to the Laodicean church, that would be now. Lukewarm. They're neither hot nor cold. They're lukewarm. Yet they think they're in need of nothing. They think they're going along with God by, and the whole thing about obey Romans 13, whatever the government tells you to do, it's of God. Well, what about in Hitler's day? He used the same exact thing with the pastors, told them to preach Romans 13 in Hitler's day. And that's how they got the church to comply. It's no different today. All across the globe, wherever you have any kind of corporate, lukewarm church structure. And, and it's the main reason why the world is in the shape that it's in because the church has lost its savor. It's not salt and light anymore. It's abdicated the battlefield. And it's become worthless. So we try as the remnant to wake other people up, other people that claim to be Christians up. Now the COVID-19 agenda has done that to a pretty good degree because it's so satanically in your face. Or at least it, it's happening to a certain degree, I should say. So I'm going to go ahead and let uh, play this little 16-minute uh, talk here that just was uh, released from Pastor Trewilia. Trewilia. In the year 39 AD, the Roman Emperor Caligula was upset with the Jewish people. In order to get back at them, Caligula, who fancied himself a god, crafted a decree, a law of the emperor, which declared that a statue of himself should be built and placed in the Jewish temple in Jerusalem. This edict of the emperor was then sent to the governor of Palestine, one Publius Petronius. Governor Petronius dutifully obeyed. I mean, Caligula was totally, totally demon-possessed the toenails insane. And had the statue built, intending to place it in the temple when spring arrived. But the Jews found out about this law of the emperor, and they immediately began to remonstrate before Governor Petronius, beseeching him not to place the statue in the temple. Petronius responded that he would do the emperor's bidding because he liked to live. But these Jews- It sounds like a, your standard corporate 501c3 church pastor. They're just going to go along with whatever the state is telling them to do. They're not going to research it. They're not going to be like good Bereans, you know, which were more noble than those in Thessalonica because they thought they sought the things out in the scriptures. But that would also apply to seeking things out. Like, what are you saying? What are you going to inject into my body? That would be part of being a good Berean, you know? Oh, you mean it's going to modify my DNA? I'm not going to be fully human anymore. It's going to fill me full of nanotech. There's aborted fetal cells in this thing. There's graphene oxide, which is going to interface with a 5G network. There's Lucifer race. No, I think I'll pass on that because I have been a good Berean. And just go home. They continued to pursue this lesser magistrate. Even when Governor Petronius removed himself to Ptolemy, in order to avoid the Jews, the Jews followed him even there. Over 10,000 Jews gathered before Governor Petronius 
to plead their cause. They even bared their necks and said, kill us now. For this is an unjust and immoral law and we cannot live in peaceful coexistence with it. Two weeks after that occurrence, Governor Petronius actually invited the Jews to return so he could speak to them. Again, about 10,000 Jews arrived in the city and they entered the stadium where the meeting was supposed to take place. And when they saw, they saw three Roman legions, nearly 12,000 Roman soldiers waiting for them inside the stadium. So these Jews felt a little trepidatious because last time they had seen Governor Petronius, they had bared their necks and said, kill us now. So the Jews were here and the soldiers were here and Governor Petronius stood before them all and he read the law of the emperor, penalty for disobedience to it being death. And when he was done, he rolled up the scroll and he actually stepped down from where he stood and walked out to stand in between the soldiers and the Jews in order to demonstrate his interposition. And then he declared to everyone present that he would not obey the law of the emperor and that in fact he would use all his authority and all of his influence to convince Caligula to rescind it. Wow. So Governor Petronius sat down and he wrote his letter and he sent it by ship to the emperor informing him that he would not comply. And this is no different than now. You've got this demon-possessed, addled husk of a, of, of a child-molesting pervert in the White House. He's Him and Caligula would be good buddies, okay? Defecating in his own pants, refusing to wear adult diapers because he likes it when he defecates all over himself. And he has to have a team follow him around with this big, gigantic plastic uh, thing where they have to constantly clean him up. And he thinks it's funny. He thinks it's, I mean, this is, this is the devil. Now I understand there's, he's got his handlers and, and they control him like a pup. I get it. I understand. But this is the devil through which these decrees, at least in America, are coming. And we're supposed to arbitrarily uh, obey some adult devil, child molesting, molesting husk that is totally demon possessed to the toenails. That is totally Satan's mouthpiece i don't think so i don't think so and they were in basically the same position then law and entreating caligula to rescind it well caligula responded in good tyrant fashion and he wrote back to governor petronius an order to kill himself an action not uncommon in the roman world so the order was placed on a ship and sent to palestine but just two weeks later, in the providence of God, Caligula was assassinated by his Praetorian guards. Mm, cool. And fortunately for Governor Petronius, the that was—I mean—that was his. The Praetorian guards were were their personal, handpicked Navy SEAL type guards. And they, and again, can you imagine guarding Biden? Can you imagine like being up close to that devil every day and and having to? actually guard him carrying word for him to kill himself arrived after the ship carrying the news that the emperor had been assassinated the statue never was placed in the temple in jerusalem oh, praise the lord the actions of governor petronius is known as the doctrine of the lesser magistrates the doctrine of the lesser magistrates is a christian doctrine it is the product of christian thought 
John Knox, who wrote the foremost treatise on the doctrine in his 1558 appellation to the nobles of Scotland, cited over 70 passages of scripture to show that it's sound in the word of God. Wow. The doctrine defined is simply that when the higher ranking civil authority makes unjust or immoral law, policy, or court opinion, the lower or lesser ranking civil authority has both the God-given right and duty not to obey and, if necessary, to actively resist the superior authority. And that's what's been happening in America in our day. The superior civil authorities have been behaving. And now I think that's where the, the term resistance to tyranny is obedience to God come, would come from. Behaving lawlessly. Therefore, the interposition of the lesser authorities is needed and necessary. Men are realizing they no longer have the convenience of being indifferent towards the unjust and immoral actions of their government. They're realizing not only is Washington, D.C. at war with them, but their state officials aren't going to protect them. Therefore, men are flooding into county and local government in order to make a stand for freedom. Evil men understand that a virus is the perfect narrative to impose a tyranny. And that's what they've been doing to us for nearly two years now, is imposing their tyranny upon us. And we've seen almost no protection at all from the state officials. But we have seen hundreds of examples of interposition by county and local officials, by sheriffs, county boards, mayors, common councils. Let me show you the authority and power of a county. Remember nearly two years ago now when all this began and these governors were coming out with their little draconian decrees like, every 72 hours. Well, J.B. Pritzker is the governor of Illinois. In May of 2020, came out with his latest draconian decree. And it was this. If any businessman anywhere in the state opens their business before I say you can open your business, you will now be arrested and charged with a crime. And only one county in a state of 102 counties, only one county, Madison County, that sits down on the Mississippi River directly across from St. Louis, they were the lone county to respond. The very next day, they brought their county board together and they issued their own decree. And their decree said that their businessmen are free to reopen now and that they'll use all their authority and all their power to protect their businessmen. They also cautioned the governor and the state not to interfere with their businessmen. Well, Governor Pritzker responded in good tyrant fashion. And the next day he held a press conference threatening Madison County to remove their federal money, to remove their state money, to do bad things to them. In fact, he did this for the next three days in a row. But Madison County held strong, resolute, unwavering, did not budge. And then seven days after Governor Pritzker had issued his order, the Illinois State Police put out a press release declaring that they would not arrest any businessman in the state who opened their business before Governor Pritzker. Because courage is contagious. That's the moral. One county out of, like I said, over 100 there bowed up to this devil, this vessel of Satan, trying to impose this unbiblical, unjust, whatever mandate on everyone, I believe is in Illinois, and one county stood up, and then that courage that they saw, then it started spreading. It, it started to become contagious.
said they could open their business. Amen. This is, just so you know, this is the power of county government. This is one of his speeches that he's been doing kind of, um, I, I think, mostly in the area where he's at. But I give you all the links. It's countybeforecountry.org, uh, defytyrants.com. I actually believe when I was speaking the Independent Fundamental Baptist Church, I'm pretty sure he was one of the um, pastors in that. I don't know if he's still in that or not, but I'm pretty sure he was part of that when I was a part of it um, quite a long time ago. They had decided to stand with Madison County. And the very next day after that, Governor Pritzker rescinded his order. Yeah. yeah. That is the doctrine of the lesser magistrates demonstrated. That is the interposition of the lesser authorities. That is the authority and power of a county. Had it not been for And remember, th this is something that I've been saying for years. Beta test, beta test. They see what they can get away with. They see what level of tyranny you will put up with in all their all of their draconian ways and then whatever level of tyranny you'll put up with they're gonna they're gonna occupy that space and then they're gonna want more because satan never gets enough he's like a fire you know a fire never gets enough firewood you know what i mean you could throw fire's never satisfied well that's how you have to view this whole thing satan is this fire that never gets enough and unless you bow up to him and take away the fuel source, you know, he's just going to keep taking. That one lone county, all of Illinois, would have remained under that draconian decree of Governor Pritzker. And by the way, the man who heads up Madison County's board is a Christian brother. And he had read my book on the doctrine well, of, of lesser magistrates <laughs> two years earlier. Yeah. They knew what their duty was. Amen. Wow. See, that's, that's really what I'd say, Christianity in action, you know. He had read his book on the Doctrine of Lesser Magistrates two years earlier, and that's, that, I mean, look at the fruit that it produced. It's, that's amazing. Literally changed the whole state. And what about Newton County, Missouri? Little Newton County, Missouri. Remember earlier this year when the Biden administration was threatening through law and policy to infringe on American Second Amendment rights? Well, Newton County, Missouri gathered their board together and they actually issued an ordinance in defiance of Biden and interposition against federal lawlessness. Their ordinance states three things. Number one, any law or policy that infringes upon the second member's rights of their citizens is null, void, and of no authority in Newton County. Number two, it states that any county official who aids and abets in infringing on the second member rights of their citizens shall be removed from office. And number three, it instructs their sheriff to arrest any federal agents or others who attempt to infringe upon their citizens' Second Amendment rights in Newton County. That is the doctrine of the lesser magistrate demonstrated. Amen. That is the interposition of the lesser authorities. That is the authority and power of a county. When the superior civil authority does evil, the duty of the lesser authorities is not blithe compliance, rather it's interposition. Understand that the tyrant superior authority counts on the compliance of the lesser authorities in order to get their evil down in the fabric of society. And when they don't have that compliance, that's when they know they got a problem on their hands. 
if good men do not interpose, then the tyrant superior authority has the convenience of building the next plank of his tyranny unhindered. Right. But if good men do interpose, exactly. then the tyrant authority has to come out of his lair and bare his fangs yes. in order to implement his tyranny. And then men more readily see the tyrants for who they are. And get this, the interposition of the lesser magistrate is so massive that Ezekiel chapter 22, verses 24 through 31, make it clear that the interposition of the lesser authorities can actually abate the just judgment of God when there's evil in the land. And you, the people, your duty is to prod your magistrates to do right, to demand their interposition, and to assure them that if they do right, and interpose that you will stand with them four square with your person, with your property, with your prayers, both publicly and privately. So counties can stop evil, but it's even bigger than that. The evil must be stopped, but you also have to build. You have to deconstruct the status tell that counties have been made into and reconstruct them to what they were intended to be. You must help counties to understand that they were never meant to be mere provinces of state government, which is mere provinces of federal government. They weren't meant to be simply mere implementation centers of unjust, immoral, or unconstitutional federal or state law, policy, or court opinion. Rather, their duty is to interpose. The status are using the counties to get their evil down in the fabric of society. Look what they're doing with these DAs right now. The status want men dependent on the state. Just look at how many programs, health and family programs, counties oversee. A proper county government would rather look to church, business, and family itself to address those problems. A proper county government would understand they have limits and they wouldn't cross out of those limits and invade church, family, and self-governments. A proper county government would understand, and government officials would understand that their duty is to serve the people, not lord their authority over them like you, in some sort of totalitarian fashion. Like we saw when the health mandates came out, many people then realized power does go to men's heads. Many people realize that we have plenty of local tyrants and understand the nation is breaking apart and counties are more important in the process. There soon could be a time where a county needs to leave their state and become part of an adjoining county, an adjoining state. There soon could be a time where a number of counties within a state need to form their own state. As lawlessness increases in our nation and things continue to break apart, Counties may have to take on responsibilities that they normally wouldn't do. So here's what I want you to do to flood county government here in Wisconsin or wherever you're from. Number one, attend county board meetings. Familiarize yourself with county government. Number two, learn what authority your county possesses. You can do that at the county building itself, in your state constitution and statutes. And remember, it's all under the law of God. Number three, run for county office, whatever it may be. And number four, and most important, establish relationship with your county supervisor and or board and move them to introduce one of four 
resolutions or ordinances. And here's what the four are. Number one, it could be a constitutional county resolution. Number of counties have already done this. It simply declares that if any government official or branch of government impugns the Constitution, whether by law, policy, or court opinion, it's null, void, and of no authority in that county. Nice. Number two, you could introduce a Second Amendment resolution or ordinance like Newton County, Missouri did. Number three, you could introduce a medical freedom resolution or ordinance. A number of counties have already done this. They simply state that all mask mandates, all vaccine mandates, whether by government or business, are not recognized in the county. All vaccine passports, whether by government or business, are illegal in the county. Or number four, you can declare your county a sanctuary county. No pre-born babies will be murdered here. Right. Understand, men will give you lip service all day. But when you introduce one of those four things, you'll know exactly where every man on that board stands. And you'll also then know who you need to unseat. Bravery is needed in this hour. Amen. Amen. Bravery is needed in this hour. We are drowning in the cowardice of the lesser authorities. That's right. We need a new breed of men, Christian men. And the cowardice of the pastors and the elders and the deacons of, of the 501c3 corporate church system, you know, is a, is a gigantic reason for all of this. Men who are willing to fight. Men who fear God rather than man. Men who are willing to challenge those who arrogantly impugn the law or word of God or, or trample the Constitution. Men with a faith firm in Christ who won't give in to the trivial temptations of wealth, power, or being liked. <laughs> yeah. Are you one of those men? Thank you, and remember this. Judicial supremacy must be destroyed. The preborn must be protected. And you must not become the slaves of men. You are bought with a price. The state does not own you. You are Christ. Live faithful to Christ. May Christ be praised. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> He's getting a standing ovation. And a pretty substantial... Uh, I don't know where he's at. Some type of, maybe it's a church, maybe it's an auditorium. I don't know. Okay, so uh, I get again. I give all the 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 um, all his contact stuff as I've done many many times in the PDF for this teaching on January seventeenth, two thousand twenty-two. Uh, okay, so let's switch gears here. And um, I, what I typically do is I'll cover information like this that pertains to Christianity and then other things going along with the economy or world economies or wars or things like that. And then I'll get into the, the COVID stuff typically last because typically there's so much breaking on that on a weekly or basis that, you know, I like to have its own section. Uh, dollar, the dollar has entered into a death spiral and a lot more inflation is on the way. Did anyone out there actually expect things to turn out differently? When the federal government kept borrowing, got borrowing and spending trillions upon trillions of dollars that we did not have, we were warned that this day was coming. Well, I, yeah, again, and there's nothing backing the money. It's fiat currency, meaning fake. It's printed out of thin air. 
It's been that way for years. We've been off any kind of gold or silver standard, you know, for a very, very long time, many decades at this point. And whenever you have a currency like that, something's eventually got to give, <laughs> you know. And when the Federal Reserve kept pumping trillions upon trillions of fresh dollars into our financial system, we were warned that this day was coming. So why is anybody surprised by what is happening at this point? On Wednesday, it was reported that in December, the U.S. Consumer Price Index rose at the fastest pace in nearly 40 years. Inflation rose at the fastest pace in nearly four decades in December as rapid price gains fueled consumer fears about the economy and sent President Biden's approval rating tumbling. The Consumer Price Index rose 7% in December from a year ago, according to a new Labor Department report released on Wednesday, marking the fastest increase since June of 1982. Um, basically, and, they've, and they've, they've done a lot of things to cook the books on that. They kept telling us that the Consumer Price Index was actually increasing at a faster rate in 82, but whenever the corporate media makes such a claim, they're not being honest. The way that the Consumer Price Index is calculated has been changed more than two dozen times since 1980. And every single time it has been changed, the goal was to make the inflation rate look smaller. According to John Williams of ShadowStats.com, if the Consumer Price Index was still calculated the way it was back in 1990, the official inflation rate would be above 10% right now. And if the Consumer Price Index was still calculated with the way it was in 1980, the official rate of inflation would be above 15%. But 7% that they're claiming now sounds a whole lot better than 15%, doesn't it? We can get a better picture of what is going on when we start to look at individual categories. The, the following category numbers were posted earlier today by Citizen Free Press. Gasoline up 56%. I think this is probably since Biden took office. Heating oil up 42%. Used cars, 37.3%. Now, I... I don't have a TV, but I saw a commercial on the internet the other day that absolutely blew my mind. It was for a, I believe, a Grand Wagoneer. Like, I think Jeep makes it. I don't know. Grand Wagoneer. Okay. We're not talking like some high-end Mercedes or, or, or some really huge gigantic i don't know european luxury car a grand wagoneer and i could not believe what i saw you can get it brand new for eighty nine thousand dollars i thought to myself what planet am i on i've never I mean, that's like at least at least double of what I thought they would have said. 89,000. Okay, well, do I do the, the house? Or, or no, you've got to take out a mortgage now on your vehicles if you want to buy a new vehicle, evidently. <laughs> I mean, can I get that with a 20-year fixed on that, you know, basically $90,000 and they're not available, so supply and demand, and I guess the chip shortage and all the other supply chain issues are creating this. Used car prices up 37.3%, when that's probably conservative. Car rentals up 
Natural gas up 31%. Hotels up 27.6%. Beef up 18.6%. If you can find it, I mean, you can hardly even find like, you know, like, like organic ground beef. I mean, at least in our area, it's, <laughs> I haven't seen any. Um, then uh, pork up 15.1%. Furniture up 138 New cars up 12 Unfortunately, it looks like the price of gasoline will soon go even higher. In fact, Reuters is telling us that some analysts are projecting that the price of oil could soon exceed $100 a barrel. Oil prices that rallied uh, 50% in 2021 with power further ahead this year will power further ahead this year. Some analysts predict saying a lack of production capacity and limited investment in the sector could lift crude to 90 or even $100 a barrel. It takes energy to transport virtually all the goods that we purchase on a regular basis. So a higher price for gasoline will cause inflationary pressures throughout the entire economy. Now, we're going to be talking about this um, trucker thing going on between Canada and America. And I mean, that's that also heavily figures into all this. I, I don't... I don't know. I mean with the way things are going and as draconian as things are getting unless the satanic new world order takes a step back and backs off i don't man this could get really ugly and i again i'm i ha, i said a little too much there but i'm gonna, i'm going to get into the the trucker strike here coming up after the next report here uh some companies have responded to the crisis by giving their customers less for the same price that they were charging for. Well, that's, I've been seeing that going on for years. It's called shrinkflation. You know, you go and, and you buy, let's say, I don't know, organic cheese sticks, okay? And you get them and then, you know, the next time you go to buy them, you're like, these don't feel, these feel lighter. This, 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 there's not as much here. Well, they're charging the same price. They're just shrinking the product. They've been doing, or they put less amount on whatever you're buying. It's called shrinkflation. Charge you the same, give you less. They've been doing, companies have been doing that for a long time now. Meanwhile, the appalling nationwide shortages that have erupted continue to make headlines all over the nation. The corporate media seems absolutely stunned that our politicians in Washington and the magicians at the Federal Reserve have lost control of the economy. But we were warned for years that what they were doing would kill the US dollar. And the death spiral that we have now entered is going to become exceedingly painful. Well, the dollar was destined to die anyway because when you print something out of thin air, you know. <laughs> what we're experiencing now is not just another short-term economic crisis. This is truly the beginning of the end for the US economy and I would recommend that you prepare accordingly. And this is uh, from, oh, the guy from uh, Michael Schneider, okay, and he has a book uh, entitled Michael's new book entitled Seven Year Apocalypse is now available in paperback and on Kindle on Amazon. So there's links to that if you want to avail yourself to that. And then another related report: supermarkets slash hours as workers call out sick. Store shelves remain bare. Now that's not the case everywhere, but if this tri if this uh, trucker strike happens that we're going to be talking about 
and it appears it will, um, that's going to really complicate things. And I think it's a good thing. It's just that it's going to it's going to complicate things a lot. Now, I put this in here, and I probably shouldn't have, but this is very, very true, and this is totally unrelated to what we're talking about right now. Uh, but it's it's like a little uh, picture, and it says the real reason why they removed the lead in paint. Oh, it's because all the kids were eating the paint off the walls. I understand that did happen in some rare circumstances. I, I get that, okay? And it shows a a can of Dutch Boy lead, white lead paint, okay? And then the next to it, it shows a child with all these electronic devices around them. Laptop, computer, the Wi-Fi, the um, cordless phones, which give off a ton of radiation, the smartphones, Okay, and it shows them all around him while he's sleeping, how all these EMFs are going into him, okay? Lead paint was banned not because children were eating paint chips, but rather how well it absorbed the RF EMF radiation. Yeah, just like when I used to do x-rays all the time. In fact, I was what they call a green coat at Life College. I, I, was a, I had an extra specialty in x-rays. I would I would take X-rays like go in there for hours on end and process X-rays from I just liked it I, I liked X-rays and um, I got a lot of extra training in X-rays um, and you would put lead garments on women to you know protect their ovaries and in gonadal shields on men and these types of things because you knew that the radiation from the X-rays were um, particularly potentially detrimental to the ovaries and the testes and you know that. So you shielded those areas with a lead shield, okay? And you stood behind a lead-like barrier when you took the x-rays so you weren't getting any scatter exposure from the x-rays. Uh, so the lead absorbs RF and EMF radiation amazing why do you think you, you wear a lead vest while getting x-rayed lead is highly effective in providing protection from sources of radiation including gamma x-rays um gamma rays x-rays and other types of radiation the truth of the matter is that they removed this paint to make their silent weapons more effective against us they did it ahead of time because they knew that they were going to be bringing all these these new emfs online they knew that they were so they were like oh no we've got to get the lead out of paint now you go up to these emf um specialty stores like on the internet and you know it's like just a ton of money for this special paint that you can get let me just see if i can find that yeah there's one of the i'll just see if i can i can tell you a price on this stuff now you know they've got like on the site it's called less emf like electromagnetic frequencies.com less emf.com okay they've got all these fabrics you can order but they're incredibly expensive i mean you've got canopies for for beds um you've got all kind of things you got fabrics you you've got garments you can order uh there's wall shields and i i think it's great it's just the problem you run into is is actually really getting a room where it is where emfs are not affecting it it's tough because you know if you don't cover the window it's going to come in through there and and there's just a lot of ways they can get in now granted you could still knock the 
the EMFs down quite a bit. And this is the whole thing of having smart meters on the outside houses. Or, or God forbid, you live in an apartment complex where you've got, you know, a battery of 20 or 30 on the outside of, God forbid, it's where you're sleeping. You know, you're in a very bad position there. Anyway, this, this website probably has about the best overall selection of, of things that, you know, to block this. Okay, so it's called Shield. And I really wonder if it would even work better than lead paint. It probably doesn't, you know. And here's the thing. If if you had, like, let's say you had lead paint or whatever. If you were still concerned about the lead in the paint, all you have to do is paint a coat of regular paint over it, and you're good. You know what I mean? That's all you have to do if, if, if you want. Now, I understand that could be a big hassle in and of itself, but it's not, I mean, if you're going to go that far where you're actually going to shield your house type of thing, called Y Shield. Why should high frequency shielding paint? Um, it's very effective for blocking cell phone signals, CB, TV, AM, FM signals. Anyway, uh, effective up to 18 gigahertz. Anyway, I'm not trying to sell this stuff. It's just, I'll give you the price on it. Three, $329 for a five liter pail. You know, now granted, I mean, you could cover a lot with that. And, and I mean, it's a good investment, wonderful investment. But, you know, this is... This was a long time uh, thing where they said, no, we're going to remove all the lead paint from the market. We're going to create this facade of all these kids eating lead paint chips and use that as the guise to demonizing lead paint because we know the agenda. That Remember, they knew about all this probably 50, 60 more years ago as far as all the agendas and how they were going to implement them. And the EMFs were a huge part of it, accumulating into what we have today, 5G, and then going into 6G. And they didn't want anything that was going to block that. And this, you know, lead paint got removed a very long time ago. Anyway, so um, let's go to the next report. Quebec, Canada plans to hit unvaccinated with a significant tax because they won't take the gene-editing ed COVID kill shot bioweapon. The Quebec government wants to impose a significant financial penalty on the small, supposedly small minority of Quebecers who refuse to get vaccinated. Now, here's the problem. The more people that are vaccinated, the more draconian they are going to be because they've got less people to fight. They already know that if they've got a high percentage of, of vaccinated populace, that that means the higher percentage, that means the less everybody that gets a vaccine, in other words, that's one less person they've got to fight. Okay, now that person could bow up eventually or whatever, but most likely they're not going to. If they took the first kill shot, they're probably going to do, they're probably going to fall in line. Okay, and they're already damaged goods with the kill shot, most likely, unless they got the saline. So when it gets really nasty, is when you've got a population, like let's say you've got 90% vaccine compliance. And then, the, so, so they've got a much smaller target if only 10%. If it's only 10% of the population they've got to mess with or worry about. Now, I'm not saying that's the case here. I'm, I'm not saying it's 10%, but um, it's why you don't comply with this garbage. Premier Francois Legault made the announcement, which would be the first in Canada during a press conference on Tuesday. He said that he was working on the tax with Finance Minister Eric Gerald while also reviewing the measure's legality. Unfortunately, there's still a, a small minority, about 10% of the pop. Well, I guess I was right when I said that. That refuses to get vaccinated. If if that's even true, though, I don't trust their stats. 
Legault said, I sense the frustration from Quebecers towards the minority that has clogged our hospitals. What a stinking lie from the pit of hell that is. It's the exact polar opposite of what he is saying in that regard. And just, just to discredit that, and there's literally hundreds of these links at this point. My, my, my document on the, um, the injuries since this started is up to 20 pages of, I think it's like 10 point font. Just, just report after report, after report, after report. I haven't reposted it lately because I, it's almost like, I mean, how there's so much information breaking all the time. I hadn't been up on Facebook. I had that dummy account. I hadn't been up on Facebook in like six weeks. And I went up there yesterday and it was just flooded with just all these people that are, are um, either their family members are dead or they're sick or they're dying. And there wasn't even a lot of people arguing with them. That I saw on Facebook. It wasn't like there was tons of people stepping up and said, oh, I love the kill shot and I, it's wonderful and it made me feel great. I didn't see hardly, really any of that. Very little. Because there's so many people now that are dying or injured or know somebody that's dying or injured that it's getting harder and harder and harder to defend this satanic COVID-19 narrative. Which, you know, I mean... That's good in a way, but it's horrible that it had to come to this. This this report, um, when, when this devil says, I sense the frustration from Quebecers toward the minority that is clogging our... And I guess if you listen to mainstream lying, prostitute media, that's what you'll believe. Because, you know, you're ignorant of Satan's devices, so he's totally gotten advantage of you. You're being destroyed for lack of knowledge, obviously. But in that case, I believe my people love to have it so, like the Bible talks about. Autopsy analysis, 93% of post-vaccination deaths are caused by the jabs. Killer lymphocytes attack the organs like the heart and the lungs. And there's just one report after another after another. The vast majority of people that are in the hospitals are, you know, single, double, triple jabbed. And I'm not saying that, that you couldn't be in the hospital as an unvaxxed because they're, they are um, these people that are the more vaxxes they get, especially, they are super spiders. They are a walking bioweapon threat. You're dealing, you could be dealing with a bioweapon. They're shedding their spike proteins. And, you know, it's, it's something that, that our immune systems have never seen, whether you're vaxxed or unvaxxed. And, yeah. You could, but I'm telling you, the hospitals are where you go to die if you go in there wanting a remedy for COVID. <laughs> I'm just telling you, that, that's I keep seeing it over and over again. They can get up to 100 grand for your death. They get you on that remdesivir and those other drug cocktails that we've talked about, and then they get you on that ventilator, and you're done, most likely. That's why I've been screaming for so long to just i don't whether you take my nutrients or whether you're on some similar protocol from a health food store or whatever i would be on some type of protocol 24 7 because you're dealing with 
walking bioweapon super spreaders if you're around the populace at all. And I don't care how strong your immune system's been in the past, you're dealing with something that your, your immune system's never seen. So it would behoove you to keep your immune system functioning at a higher level, a much higher level. Supporting it with, you know, the good true forms of, of vitamin C. You know, selenium's a gigantic one for me. A good calcium. My, my COVID protocol's at the, at the end of every PDF. And I get still keep getting tons of emails on what do I do? I'm like, I don't know what more I can do. I post my COVID protocol at the end of every single PDF now. And I still keep getting... Tons of requests, what do I do? I'm like, I, I, I don't know what more I can do. I'm posting it every single week. Every single time I do a study, it's at the end. So you'll know where it's at. It's in the table of contents. I just updated it again. So you'll have the most... Now, granted, it's not my full 15-page doc on it, but it's the main things that you would need. It's the main things. So you have an idea. So please bear that in mind. That's always there for you. And I'm not being mean or mad or my listeners. I'm just saying it's just a little frustrating. Um, so this devil goes on to say that is why I am announcing that we are all currently working on a health contribution that will be all charged, that will be charged to all Quebec adults who refuse to get vaccinated. He continued adding that people with medical exemptions would be excluded from the new tax. Yeah. Good luck getting one of those. Legault did not announce any details nor a date for the new tax, nor did he specify the amount except to say it would be significant. So it'll put you in the poorhouse. And again, you know, I just, my big thing is, is, you know, this is what happens when you comply as a society overall. This is what happens when you just comply, you go along to get along, you're eventually going to be put in a, into a position where, you know, it's, you're going to have to choose to fight or not. Or just take the kill shot. And I would avoid it like the mark of the beast. I'm not saying it's the mark of the beast. I would avoid it as such. Anything that's going to change my DNA and fill me full of nanotech that's going to interface with the 5g network and, and smartphones and cultured off aborted babies i'm going to avoid it like the mark of the beast i'm not calling it that though but it's the closest thing we've ever seen to something like that okay so continuing on and this heavily relates to what we just talked about canadian truckers to go full strike january 23rd store shelves will be empty until vax mandates are gone now I am not saying 100% that this is going to go down to the extent that they say it's going to go down. The reality is, is it would be a very good thing if it did. Okay. But this is what several alternative news reports and several uh, truckers themselves are saying is going to happen. Trucker spills the beans. Trudeau's unconstitutional vax mandate takes 38,000 truckers off the road. Shells going to go empty. Trudeau wants to starve and kill millions of Canadians. Canadian truck drivers have announced a full nationwide strike beginning on January 23rd, continuing all until all the vaccine mandates are removed. They are openly stating store shelves will go bare, food will be gone, and it will stay that way until the government removes these vaccine mandates. 
There was widespread news earlier this week that the previously announced vaccine mandates for cross-border truckers would go into effect on January 15th. Um, just a day or two before that date, though, the Canadian government announced they would not begin the requirement because it would create an instant trucker shortage. Folks were happy, and the issue seemed to be dealt with. Not so, though. The government then turned around and said the mandate would be imposed. They were gaslighting them. Oh, no, we're not going to do And then they do it. They turn. And it's, it's all psychological warfare. It's, this has been done to us over and over again. Truckers in Canada are now saying starve to death because we're shutting down all trucking in Canada beginning on January 23rd, which again, that would be, you know, roughly a week from now when I'm recording this. We will not return to work until all the mandates are permanently removed. Most, most supermarket, but again, this is how you deal with tyranny. This is, this is the way to deal with tyrants and tyranny. And it's, it's a ball bat across their face because that's the only thing they understand. Now, I understand you you combine prayer and you combine fasting. And I don't mean you, we go out and take a literal ball bat. I'm saying that this is a very, this is a ball bat across the face-like response is what I'm saying here. Okay. Um, They're like, you know, okay, fine. Well, we're going to play hardball too, in other words. Uh, then it says here. Most supermarkets have three to four days worth of food on the shelves. Most gas stations have about that many days worth of gasoline in their tanks. Hospitals would begin running out of bandages, sterile water, and then medicines within days. Uh, public water utilities only have about a week worth of chlorine to purify. And yeah, like that's what it's purifying. Cancer-causing garbage. There's so so much or more efficient ways you could uh, purify or... It's not purifying the water anyway. It's polluting the water is what it's doing. And I don't want to go out and off on that rabbit trail, but anyway, this is the tiniest list of massive impacts a trucker strike would have on any country. The truckers are saying that they've had enough of the COVID nonsense, ordering people to stay at home, denying them their God-given freedom to go to work, visit friends or family, to go shopping, engage in recreation, then demanding people wear face diapers that don't protect against the virus, demanding people socially distance from each other, which also does nothing to stop any kind of transmission. These so-called vaccines, which are not act which are actually gene therapy that alters a person's DNA, turn out they don't they do not work, but they gave tens of thousands of people blood clots, strokes, heart attacks, and all sorts of other adverse reactions, and we're just getting started on that one, only to have the government turn around and order booster shots that also don't work. Oh, they, they're working good. I don't know what he's talking about. They're working real good. They're doing exactly what they're made to do. Not to kill you off or, tur or turn you into some kind of nephilim and make... Um, and that makes all the adverse effects even worse. Now the same government is demanding people take the deadly vaccines or face losing work, ending their livelihoods. And it's just Satan telling you to do things over and over. Jump through this hoop, jump through this hoop, or and then you'll get your freedom. And then, oh no, you got to jump through another hoop to maintain your freedom. Oh, you got to jump through this hoop to make... And again, Satan never gets enough. It's never going to... Complying with Satan never, ever works. The truckers are saying enough. They're telling the government of Canada, you serve us and either restore our liberty or we will stop working. You will starve. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play up some clips from this one particular video here. Okay, so this starts out by saying hundreds of truckers will invade Ottawa in late January of 2022 and will block off the parliament buildings and Trudeau's private home. Here's the thing. If you're announcing that ahead of time, it's probably not going to happen because they're going to pre-position troops there so that it can't happen. 
So I don't know why if you're going to war, you're going to announce your war plans to, to that kind of detail ahead of time. So, you know, that's how this video starts out with that. And they're only warning your nose. Good morning, TikTok. I got some intel for y'all. Now, a video had surfaced on Monday on my TikTok channel with... Now, this is a trucker in his truck talking. Uh, somebody saying that we have seven weeks to prepare for an invasion. I let the video marinate for a few days to see what would happen. I figured if it was true, TikTok would take it down. Which they did. So now that it's been confirmed, I'll divulge the details. At least the details that I know so far. Now, I don't know if you heard what he said, but this is regarding an invasion of Canada. Now, I have been talking for years, I don't know, four, five, regarding the presence of Chinese troops, and I mean training Chinese troops in Canada, in, in particular British Columbia. Even possible incursions that they've made into United States, into Maine, uh, how their most likely entry point would be through Washington, that is also, you know, basically, you know, in lockstep with Satan, their government there. I'm not saying everybody in Washington is bad, I'm just saying the government there tends to be very, very liberal. And um, you've heard me talk a lot about that. And the Muslim presence in Canada, and that's all been done by design on purpose, just like they brought in tons of Muslims in here, and these are basically like sleeper cells, and they've been waiting to commit their unholy jihad, meaning holy war for Allah, for a very long time to kill and slay the great Satan of the United States and to a lesser degree Canada. Uh, this has all been in the works for a long time. All things I've reported on. So it didn't surprise me that he's saying this. We're going to be dealing with Chinese, the UN, and the Taliban. Okay, so Chinese, the UN, and the Taliban. And I don't think you could just say it's the Taliban. It's going to be Islam. They're all going to get on the same page. Now, again, I'm not saying this is going to happen in the next week or so. But if something like this does go down, and we've talked a lot about this, particularly in Canada, the potential for this happening, I do not want my Canadian listeners or any listeners in America living near the... Well, really, for, for any... I don't want any of my listeners to be unaware that this scenario may be possibly going down remember there is a lot of people waking up there's been a lot of resistance we see the trucker strike they're alone okay satan may get, maybe get into the point where he's saying too many people are waking up we got to go to plan b and it's typically plan b is always war we'll get you on some kind of war footing and then we can really control the narrative and take over the the uh mainstream media or you know totally control it potentially shut down hit that internet kill switch we've talked a lot about that and um totally control the narrative now i'm not saying it's going to happen but i do at least want my listeners to be potentially aware of this they're going to divide the nation up into three quadrants and each one of these divisions is going to attempt to invade their quadrant don't know who's going to get what yet the three divisions are remember the un the chinese and supposedly the taliban but i would just say that's islam but what I do know is this, half of the battle is knowing, because once you know what you're up against, you can plan for it, and the media doesn't seem to want to let us know anything. Well, I'm letting you know now. 
Seven weeks is more than enough time to prepare. Get your rations ready, make sure you're stocked up on ammo and that your weapons are well maintained, and be ready to fight. I told you I would pop back in if something important were to happen. It just did. It's not good news. 38,000 Canadian truckers have just thrown in the keys, quit. And at this time next week, around the 22nd of January, U.S. truckers, maybe 100,000 of them or so, will do the same thing. You were warned back in October that the shelves are going to become empty. It's now January the 15th, and the Trudeau mandate to vaccinate all Canadian truckers is now in effect. No longer are they going to be able to cross into the U.S. without being vaccinated. Thursday, January 13th, the Trudeau cabinet said, no, 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 we made a mistake. All the truckers are free to cross the border without being vaccinated. Then on Friday, right. they did a flop flip and said that was an error. <laughs> All the truckers now must be vaccinated. Sorry about the mistake. And all you people are believing these dummies. These people that are running the country, all they want to do, all this dictator Trudeau wants to do is to kill 38 million Canadians. And you don't believe it. Why don't you listen to somebody then who knows what he's talking about? A Canadian trucker of 25 years. Maybe you'll listen to him. As of next week, the stores, the shelves are going to be empty. You won't find a thing on the shelves. What this maniac Trudeau wants to do is to kill off 38 million Canadians. That's the mandate. It's called Agenda 21. It's now 2022. You thought it was bad last year? You ain't seen nothing yet. So why not have a listen to Lee, a Canadian trucker who's going to tell you exactly what I've been telling you for months. Okay, so let's go ahead and... I, I, the problem is with this Lee guy is I can't play... <laughs> He starts cussing and, I mean, throwing F-bombs, so I'm going to have to, you're going to hear a couple, now you can listen to the whole thing, but it's, I'll let him talk some here and um, uh, you kind of get the gist of, of, of what he's saying. And basically, what he's telling people at the end of this rant is, if you can get to a grocery store now and top off whatever supplies 
that's what he's basically imploring people to do because they're telling you that the the trucking you know in at least in Canada well and to a certain extent we'll see how it plays out in America I don't know at this point but definitely in Canada that they're predicting that you know the the shelves are going to be bare now we'll see good evening everybody my name is Lee I drive one of these this is the truck I drive up and down the road every week I've been with this company for uh, coming on nine years March will be nine years they run from Ontario, Canada, Florida every week. Sometimes we hit California, sometimes out to uh, Seattle, Washington. It depends what they got, where we go, but it's mainly a lot of Floridas. As of tonight, January 13th, I got back from my trip from Orlando. I had to empty out my truck. I took everything out. And uh, it's, it's after 11 o'clock now. I've, I've been back here probably for four hours, four and a half hours, something like that, cleaning the truck out. Uh, I've been put on unpaid leave, thanks to Mr. Justin Trudeau. He came up with the mandates for the vaccine. Uh, Cross-border drivers must now be fully vaccinated to go into the U.S., and that takes effect on Saturday the 15th. His buddy, Joe Biden, he's got his mandate starting uh, January 22nd, that truck drivers must be fully vaccinated to go uh, in, uh, back and forth across the border in, into, the, into the U.S. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, Look around your house, look at everything you've got. If you got it, a truck brought it. They're pulling how many of these off the road because drivers are refusing to get the vaccine? Oh, what do you, go get the vaccine. Because it's so safe and effective. That's why they, they just implore, they cut, oh, they, they just care so much. Satan cares so much that he's willing to just destroy and kill and implode everything to make sure you're safely protected double triple quadruple never ending vaxxed you and your family because satan cares so much go get the vaccine you can keep your job no we live in canada here people it's a choice it's a choice you have the right to go get it i have the right not to do i spend a lot of time seeing you people to, uh, dealing with you in stores no my ass is running down the road in this thing bringing all the shit that you want Oh, sorry, I didn't. I miss customers. Your couches, your chairs, your clothes, all, all your shit. Your house that you live in. One of these brought the material to the, your site where you're living so that the framers could build it. The bricklayers could lay the brick. It was all brought on a truck. What, you think they carried it on their back? You think they put it in, in their trunk and when they came to work every day? Okay, I had to stop it there because he really starts just totally throwing F-bombs. I'd like to play the rest of it, and you can hear it. I, I give you the link for it, but um, yeah, um, some very potentially big stuff, like really rubber meets the road type of stuff, seems to be getting ready to go down. Uh, there's a re related report: Quebecers protest province province-wide curfew, vaccine mandates in Montreal. So there are there is pushback, but I'm telling you. They are going along. They're they're um, pushing this agenda, and they they pushed in all their chips. I said that two years ago, and they just don't seem to to uh, be backing off. Here's another report. This is Dabu Seven. A big time alert here for those that have money in the bank. You might want to take this seriously. It's time to get that money out of the bank if you're unjabbed. And if you're in a certain area, and this could start to spread like wildfire. 
Seriously, folks, we now have multiple countries making this move. And let's take a look here at what's going on. Italy saying that come the 20th, if you do not have a status, part of their super green pass, this digital certificate, you will not be able to enter a bank. You won't be able to go into post offices, shopping malls, anything. The same in Argentina. That's right. Multiple countries. India on the list. Canada on the list. Nigeria on the list. Ladies and gentlemen, we have multiple countries around the world making these moves. And they are stopping people from going into the banks. And if we look at the situation with City, City said it's firing unvaccinated workers, unjabbed workers. What does J.P. Morgan Chase announce today through Jamie Dimon? He threatens to fire unjabbed workers. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the writing is on the wall. It's time to make moves, to put boycotts in motion, and to get very serious about this. Or you're going to be stuck like Chuck. Again, for those that have money in the bank, you better start thinking long and hard about what's happening around you. I'm going to break this down further on the next live stream. Okay, so um, then just moving right along, Ronald McDonald House to evict unvaccinated, cancer-stricken children. This is where it's all coming, going, is. <laughs> the Ronald McDonald House in, and again, Vancouver, British Columbia, again, Canada, reportedly served an eviction notice to children battling serious illness who haven't taken the COVID kill shot injection. Austin Ferguson, the father of a four-year-old boy with leukemia, who's been undergoing treatment for months, posted the notice on Facebook showing the Ronald McDonald House charities announcing the evictions all tenants adults and children over the age of five who are not vaccinated are out by the end of january how absolutely sick and vile ferguson he's the father of the four-year-old wrote they're evicting my son with leukemia and any other children or adults who are suffering with sick children into the snow the covid cult the covid cult is far more dangerous than covid if they will evict families with cancer what won't they do he added yeah, exactly. The video goes on to show Ferguson confronting RMH staff, the Ronald McDonald House staff, calling the eviction notice of his cancer-stricken son disturbing and evil, given the vaccine has been proven not to be effective at preventing COVID. And again, children would have like, you know, zero chance of spreading it, zero chance of basically dying from it or whatever. That doesn't matter. It's, it's not about that. It's about getting that gene-altering cyborg creating nephilim most likely third strand nephilim gene therapy covid kill shot cultured off aborted babies into your body because that is of the utmost importance for satan so hopefully you get into hellfire and burn forever until you're thrown into the lake of fire because that's the goal that's the ultimate goal Not saying it damns your soul to hell if, if you're if you're a Christian. I'm not saying you can't repent, but it's sure not nothing I'm gonna mess with. We're talking changing your DNA, adding to your DNA. Only God knows what. Those hydroparasites in there, 
the graphene oxide, the luciferase. Man, that's Satan's baby, that COVID kill shot. And he's taking it real serious, as you can see. It means a lot to him. And he's trying to paint every single one of us into a corner where we've got no choice. Well, let me tell you something. If it gets down to it, I'm going to choose death. I will choose gladly choose a bullet in the head over ever getting that kill shot. No problemo. Absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Get me out of here. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not asking for death. I'm just saying if it ever came down to it. That's how serious I'm taking this. And I'm not lying to you. As God is my witness, he can strike me dead right now if I'm lying to you. He knows I'm not. I mean what I say. It ends by saying, so because we don't have the vaccine, you're going to kick us out and throw us into the snow with a few weeks notice. Like this is some kind of evil that I've never seen in my life. Ferguson told a manager. Yeah. Seeing the true true colors of Ronald McDonald House in McDonald's. One of the most evil, wicked, devil corporations on the planet. Next report. Joe Biden's woke military prepares for war upon America as a paper's please becomes official policy in Washington, D.C. They're doing this in Washington, D.C. Papers, please. Again, they're beta testing it there. They're seeing what kind of resistance, what kind of things they have to overcome so they can spread it to the rest of the... I'm not saying they're not doing a very similar thing in New York City or in Chicago or in Los Angeles, but it sounds like Washington, D.C. is in America probably about the worst. With the capital of the United States, Washington, D.C. is going full-scale Nazi. Papers, please, quite literally, busting out the yellow stars not permitted meaning yellow stars of Nazi Germany, the Jews. You're, if, if you have a yellow star, in other words, you're unvaccinated, you're not permitted. Disallowing the unvaccinated to enter dozens of types of different indoor establishments effective on January 15th, and that was just yesterday. We have to take a look within the story at the latest signs the globalists are preparing to go after those who are dissenting to uh, growing tyranny with massive military exercises coming up at the end of January into February called Robin Sage. Described by the Stars and Stripes story as a realistic guerrilla war that will be fought across two dozen North Carolina counties this month with young soldiers battling seasoned freedom fighters. According to the U.S. Army release, their story reports the two-week unconventional warfare exercise will be staged from January 22nd to February 4th, and it will be realistic enough to include the sounds of gunfire, which are blanks and flares. And we'd hope that these exercises were truly being carried out to prepare these young soldiers for combat overseas, though uh, we hope overseas combat is avoided, though, as this Daily Mail story in the Steve Quayle had linked on his website, they recently pointed out these Robin Sage exercises sounded much more like rehearsal for a civil, uh, civil war in America, meaning battling our own citizens, something we also pray will be avoided. Yet while the governments which are imposing tyranny, such as the unvaxxed yellow stars not allowing, not allowed being unveiled in Washington, D.C., many are busy demonizing those who don't comply with their COVID tyranny. And these Robin Sage exercises are built around battling freedom fighters. The exercise will also follow the DOJ's creation of a new domestic terrorism unit as the nation faces what officials said is an elevated threat from domestic violent terror extremists. Well, I, yeah, of course. 
especially if you're anti-vaxxer, you're a Christian, you're pro-life, you're pro-Second Amendment, you're pro-Constitution, you're pro-righteousness, you're, you know, all those things put you on the absolute spear tip of what Satan hates the most and who they will view as public enemy number one. Because they're of the father, the devil, and of his lust and of his works, they will do. And their father, Satan, loves death and hell and evil. And so do they. Evil is good now and good is evil. That's the new normal within our wicked, evil, sick, twisted government. And I'm talking, you know, at the highest levels in particular. Not saying that it's not permeating through all levels, but... As Susan Duclos has warned in this A&P story just days ago, titled, They Claimed None of These Things Could Happen in America, Called Them Conspiracies and Unreliable and Harmful, Claims Yet uh, claims yet They Have All Come True in the Past Year, Though. The unfolding tyranny the independent media has long warned about has been normalized right before our eyes. So where is this one will need to show their papers in Washington, D.C. starting January 15th? Well, here's the list, okay? And this is per mayor's order 2021-148 on January 15th, 2022. The District of Columbia will adopt a citywide vaccination entry requirement that requires COVID-19 vaccination to enter indoor facilities within the city. Proof of vaccination against COVID-19 is required in the following locations. Indoor food and drink establishments such as restaurants, nightclubs, taverns, coffee shops, food halls, uh, indoor cultural and entertainment establishments such as concert live events sporting venues movie theaters bowling alleys indoor exercise and recreational establishments such as gyms fitness studios indoor event and meeting establishments such as conferences um, and then they also put, make you put up this required signage which i'll go over in a second uh, beginning on January 25th, 2022, businesses shall display prominently visible to patrons prior to entry a notice informing patrons that proof of vaccination is required to any 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 indoor portion of a covered location. And here's the here's the signage: uh, vaccine required. Attention, per mayor's order. What if you're 12? Patrons must show if you're 12 years old or older proof of vaccination. And if you're 18 years old or older, proof of vaccination and photo identification with all the other garbage that goes along with it. People who are still left in Washington, D.C. and across the country should begin boycotting any businesses, sporting signs such as this one that we just went over. And I, I posted it in the PDF. And from this Vax D.C. website of their mayor, Muriel Bowser, you'll certainly never catch us spending any of our money on anything associated with this anti-freedom pro-tyranny movement across America. Next report. And I, I entitled it, Mark It Down. They always used to say that in the Baptist church. I was like, Mark It Down! Mark It Down. This will be painted by the satanic mainstream media as the number one threat to the planet. This is a war. Anti-vaxxers set up military-style training camps to unleash disruption. Anti-vaxxers have threatened to take direct action against vaccine centers, schools, and councils across the UK following disturbing footage of a military-style training camp. Now, this is from the Express, basically .uk, so a very liberal UK 
news source where you're only going to get one side of the story and that's going to be the demonization of all anti-vaxxers disturbing footage has shown hundreds of anti-vaxxers gathering together for a military style training boot camp in staffordshire the group known as the alpha men assembly is led by ex-military men and claims they're at war with the government uh the anti-vaccine group has pledged to step up direct action efforts in the coming months by targeting vaccine centers schools and councils alpha men assemble about 7500 members of their telegram social media channel uh channel four news reporter parik o'brien said this is this is one of a number of training sessions they have organized what unites them is the belief that the pandemic is an orchestrated exercise in curtailing freedom and that vaccinations are a tool of super state control which is totally 100 percent true there's talk of direct action in weeks to come and again like we've talked a lot about about them staging false flags something like this could totally be controlled from within and i mean you know this is why i'm leery of these types of organizations because all all it takes is is one or two people at the top and a whole bunch of people good-hearted people below them that don't have a clue of what's actually going on to orchestrate something and then blame it on all the anti-vaxxers and then they have their pretext for oh door-to-door whatever you know so again that's why it's part of the prayer that we have in the uh prayer list and you might want to also go up and copy and paste those warfare prayers and maybe just if you want you can take out the highlighting in a word doc and um just make them black and white unbolded so it doesn't take up a ton of ink but that's a good template um i don't know anybody that on the internet that's doing that type of specific warfare prayers week in week out now i'm not maybe you know i'm just saying that's taken a long time to compile the list hey anybody could take it copy and paste it and you know praise the lord use it as their template for any other man i I don't care i mean you know um going further biden administration compiling database of religious objectors to the vaccine within the obscure agency an obscure agency within the biden administration the pre-trial services agency announced an orwellian tracking scheme on tuesday that could serve as a model for the entire u.s government to collect the names and personal religious information of federal employees who make religious accommodation requests for religious exemption from the federally mandated vaccine requirement according to the daily signal the primary purpose of the secured electronic file repository is to collect maintain use and to the extent appropriate and necessary disseminate employee religious exemption request information collected by the agency in the context of federally mandated COVID-19 vaccine requirements, according to the Federal Register. The announcement also does not say what the agency will do with this information after it has decided an employee's religious accommodation request. I'm sure that whatever it does, it will only be puritanical and holy, right? I'm sure there's no reason they're compiling the religious objectors to the COVID-19 kill shot gene therapy. I mean, why? I'm sure they won't do anything with any of it. The signal suggests that the Biden administration is using the tiny agency as a test bed 
for deploying the database across the entire government, noting that the announcement was relegated to an obscure group and given just 30 days for public comment. Meanwhile, the U.S. government has treated religious exemptions as a joke. Take the Department of Defense, for example, which has failed to grant a single religious exemption on behalf of any service member requesting one for the federal vaccine mandate. A group of Navy SEALs was recently successful in its federal lawsuit against Biden administration, praise God, on claims that its conscience rights under the First Amendment and Religious Freedom Restoration Act were violated. From the outset of his administration, Biden voiced support for the passage of the patently Faith Hostile Equality Act, a bill that would gut the Religious Freedom Restoration Act entirely where it intersects with the LGBTQ pervert protections and entitlements in all public accommodations. The president also swiftly revoked the Mexico City policy that had been reinstated, thereby ensuring that religious Americans would be forced to fund abortions overseas by way of their tax dollars, despite their religious objections to the act. In short, be a good citizen or you will go on a list. Some related reports, um, and I just put out my a newsletter yesterday, up at contendingfortruth.com. This was these were some of the reports. American internment camps become reality as authoritarian leftists call for mass roundup of the invax. I believe I covered this last time. Um, and then if you're in Washington, uh, it says everybody in Washington sign this. Protect your rights to decline vaccination. Washington Washington state legislator public comments. I give you a link there. A couple different links so you can coordinate the two. Uh, all right, let's see here. Let's go forward. And then we have this huge number of vax deaths, and it's getting worse. Dr. Uh, Pierre Corey, world-renowned COVID-19 critical care and pulmonary expert Pierre Corey, Dr. Pierre Corey, says the data is clear. COVID-19 injections are not safe, not effective, and it shows that they are causing a huge number of deaths. It's going to get much worse if we don't stop the shots. Dr. Corey warns they already broke death records with these vaccines almost a year ago. Now you're starting to see it in actuarial, actuarial data, like the insurance companies use that we talked about either last week or the week before, with life insurance companies. The life insurance companies have been paying out claims like they've never had to before, and they are noticing the deaths cannot be explained by COVID. Former Pfizer VP... Dr. Michael Yearden said this week, max vaccination is leading to mass death. And again, that's why it was instituted. At least it's one of the reasons why. Okay. Dr. Corey agrees and explains it's not only data from life insurance companies that came out this week that is based on the CDC data that can't be explained by COVID alone. Um, There are huge increases in dying in this country this year. They have done... huge analysis of the European mortality data as well as U.S. mortality data, and they control for vaccination status. They found that for every age range that they looked at, the all-cause mortality of that of the vaccinated were increased over the unvaccinated. All-cause, all-cause mortality, and that means you're more likely to die of something if you're vaccinated. All-cause mortality are coming out of actual actual databases by credible scientists. You have life insurance companies showing the data. You have our own federal government showing unexpected large rises in dying. And their last time I heard it was like a 40% increase in deaths between what was it like 18 and 63 or something. And that's, I'm sure that's among the vaccinated. I mean, it's not going to be among the unvaccinated unless like some of them, 
and this has happened, some of them caught the bioweapon from the vaxxed hordes and then wound up in the hospital, which are the kill zones, which are the modern day gas chambers where they're designed to kill you off. So, you know, normally that death wouldn't have happened though. But, you know, uh, the answer is that the vaccines, the vaccines are what's causing the deaths. I cannot find a better fit to answering the hypo- hypothesis that it's the mass explosion of this vaccination policy with single, double, and triple booster shots. It's going like wildfire through the population. If the mortality of the vaccinated is higher than the unvaccinated, you have the data that you can safely and confidently conclude that the vaccines are associated with with and causing death. There's just one of the many, many doctors I have played, you know, over the last year or so that has talked about this and is screaming about it and will be ignored totally by the mainstream media. All right, that's all I have for part one. And uh, God bless you, and we will see you in part two.